0: So we have been in our series called My Big Fat Mouth. Everyone say, My Big Fat Mouth. My Big Fat Mouth. And we have talked about loads of stuff. If you've missed it, if you're here for the first time and you've not heard this series, I really want to encourage you, you can pick up our podcasts. If you go on your podcast app on your phone, you can search Life Central Church and you'll find our podcasts. Listen to these talks. They have been brilliant. I know I've done them all and it sounds like I'm blowing my old tr- own trumpet. But I've genuinely, I've got loads out of writing and giving giving these talks. um, And I really think it's been a really great series. So we've we've looked at criticism and we looked um, a couple of weeks ago at lying. Today, we are talking about gossip. Give Give me a wave if you've ever heard anybody share some gossip. You should all have your hands up. Give me a wave if you have ever shared gossip about somebody else. Yeah, we have. We have. We all have. We all have. Give me a wave if you think you have gossiped or heard somebody gossip in the last 24 hours. Oh, interesting. Gossip is absolutely all around us, and we absolutely love it. Gossip is a part of our lives. We hear it all the time. We share it all the time. But I want to share with you what the Bible has to say about gossip, and it's in Proverbs 18, verse 8, and it's going to come up on the screen. It says, rumors or gossip are dainty morsels that sink deep into one's heart. Does anyone know what a dainty morsel is? I didn't either, so I googled it. And um, I googled it and found that morsels and dainty morsels are small pieces of food that are like moorish. One of the things that I find moorish, I've got a sneaky little snack back here, um, is chili heatwave Doritos. They are absolutely banging. They are my favorite. Right, And what happens is, if I get home and I'm hungry, and Laura's like, um, I can't do tea until 7 or 7.30, I'm like, what kind of tea time is that? That's disgraceful. Um, but she, there's always room to improve when you're a wife. Um, <laughs> that's harsh, isn't it? My big fat mouth gets me into trouble again. Um, and what happens is, is I, go, I go and sit. Um, and I'll play FIFA for a little bit and I'll get Doritos out and I'll just think oh I'll just have a couple of Doritos and what happens is I have one and I'm like oh yeah that's good I'm out, do you know what I'll just have another one Um, I love Doritos they're so good and this is so bad that I'm talking with my mouth full of food but hey ho and see what happens is, is Doritos are like dainty little morsels aren't they they're like, I need to swallow this food. Give me a second. Um, I still can't swallow. There we go. This is going to be great listening for anyone who's picking this up on podcast. They're walking to school going, oh, that's horrible. There we go. Um, you see, Doritos are really Moorish. I can consume a packet of these without ever realising and what happens is, is I eat and I eat and I eat and like, every time the ball goes out will play on FIFA, I'll grab another Dorito and like, I'll eat them and eat them and eat them and then I suddenly realise, I'll put my hand in and I'll be like, there's no Doritos left. And then I'll be like, Laurel served tea and I'll be like, I'm, I'm, I'm really full. I'm, I'm not hungry. Mate, I'll have to have a for lunch tomorrow. I'm really sorry. And like, what happens is, is I've consumed the thing that wasn't my meal and I've spoiled my actual meal because I again, what happens is, is these are really Moorish and I want more and more and more. And the thing is, the Ritos are a little bit like gossip, is that we hear a little bit and we want some more. And we want some more. We hear, you know, oh, have you heard what's happened to Carol last week? I don't know which teenager is called Carol. And you go, No, tell me more. And you go, Oh, I really shouldn't tell you. But it involves a guy called Bob, and you're like, ooh tell me more well let's just put it this way she needs to change her instagram posts and you're like oh tell me and like it becomes more doesn't it gossip it like draws us in and we're like oh give me a bit more give me a bit more give me a bit more laura can you look after the doritos please don't let anyone eat them and um, you see gossip can be really like we we consume it without even realizing we're consuming it and we want more and more we hear one piece of information and we think oh I'll have a little bit more of that I want to hear more I want to hear more gossip goes around the world before the truth even has time to get out of bed and put its pants on like gossip spreads like wildfire you know um and the further the gossip goes the further that it gets from the truth. Like that game that we played before, uh, the, the shouting one with the headphones. Like the further we got away from the original statement, the further it got from the truth. Gossip, the further it, it gets, the further it carries, the more people that hear the gossip, the further that it gets from the truth. But you know, the more we talk about gossip, it can seem childish. It can seem a bit, little bit ridiculous. But actually, gossip can really hurt someone. Gossip can really hurt as I'm sure today, many of you have experienced times where people have gossiped about you, where it's caused you pain, or you know situations that have been made worse by gossip. And sometimes we try and disguise gossip. We say, oh... I'm just telling you this so that when you speak to that person, you know what's going on in their world, and you know what's going on around their life. So I'm just sharing it with you so that you know and that you can treat them in the way that's appropriate. Or sometimes, sometimes Christians are great at this. I'm telling you this so you can pray about it. Let me, let me tell you, you need to pray for Dan and Amber. I'm not going to tell you why, but Dan and Amber need some serious prayer. They don't. But do you know what I mean? That's, that's sometimes what we do as Christians Or even, we sometimes, um, all of us do this, well, it's okay to to share it because it's true. I know that it's true, therefore, I need to tell people. I can tell people. Do you know, there's a really good statement that says, um, everything that is said should be true, but not everything that is true should be said. Everything that is said should be true. Everything that we say should be true, but not everything that is true about someone we should share with other people. Even if it's true, it can still be gossip if we're sharing it. You know, we've talked loads in this series about actually your tongue, your big fat mouth, has the power to bring life or the power to bring death. And I've said loads of times, and I'm sure you're with me on this, I want to be a person that is known for my big fat mouth being something that brings life, not death. So we're going to look into gossip a little bit more. Who does gossip hurt? Well, gossip, first of all, I've got a big chunk of the retail come back in my mouth then. That's disgusting. Um, gossip hurts the person that it's about. It says this in Proverbs 16. It says, it should be on the next slide, mate. Um, a troublemaker plants seeds of strife. Gossip separates the best of friends. I absolutely know this to be true. When I'm a leader in charge on a Friday night at Hub, uh, which is our youth club that we run, um, the biggest thing that I deal with 95% of the time is girls falling out with each other. Sometimes it's boys, but most of the time it's girls, and it's girl dramas, and they're all getting sassy and clicking their fingers and flicking their hair and wobbling their heads. And uh, I, I get called into a situation where two girls are having a bit of drama, so we take them into separate rooms and we sit down and I go, right, tell me what's going on. Come on, just tell me what was all that about. Tell me the story. She goes, well, a week last Tuesday, her friend told me that she'd said this and that I'd said this about her, but I hadn't really said it about her because it was Dave that said this about her. And, all, and they go on and, on and 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 I've heard the whole family tree and all the friends' family trees and all that kind of nonsense. And do you know what? The whole thing would be absolutely solved if nobody gossiped. And what happens, I see time and time again in teenage friendships that gossip separates the best of friends. And it hurts the person that it is about. You know, some of you will absolutely get this, that you have been the victim of gossip, that you have had people gossip about you. Somebody shared a secret that you shared with them. Somebody shared something about you on social media, someone told someone else what was supposed to be just between the two of you. Someone repeated what you had said to somebody else. Things get worse when we gossip, and the person who it's about can get really, really hurt. I'm sure if you've ever had somebody gossip about you, you will be like, yeah, gossip absolutely hurt me in that situation. But you know, if you're ever the victim of gossip, take encouragement that actually it could be worse. If you suffer at the hands of somebody being bitter, mean, insecure, and gossiping about you, it could be worse. You could be them. The next thing, a group of people that gossip hurts is gossip hurts the listener. It says this in Proverbs 17, it says, wrongdoers eagerly listen to gossip. Liars pay close attention to slander. Wrongdoers listen eagerly. We like people who want to do wrong eagerly listen to gossip. But they pay and the liars pay close attention to slander. This is really hard. Because when somebody wants to share some gossip with us, we want to hear it. And like they they feed you a little and you want to you want to hear that thing. You want to you want to hear what what they're saying, what they're sharing about it. But you know what? Once somebody who gossips Gossips to you. When they leave you, they'll probably go and talk about you to somebody else. You see, we've got to be careful what we listen to, who we who we listen to, how we kind of listen to gossip. I'm going to talk about in a a little bit how we control gossip. But you know, listening to gossip hurts us because it affects our opinion of that person. Whether it's true or not, whether it actually happened or not, gossip affects the way that we view other people. And if you call yourself a Christian, we're called to view other people as Jesus views them. And Jesus views them as a child of God. We've just sung it. And when we listen to gossip, we're listening to stuff that affects our view on other people. See, when we listen to gossip, it hurts us. The third group of people the gossip hurts as it hurts the speaker. It says this in Proverbs twenty-five: When arguing with your neighbour, don't betray another person's secret. Others may accuse you of gossip, and you will never regain your good reputation. I, when I was preparing this, like looking at these Bible verses, I just sat back and went, "Flippin' act! The Bible's good." Like this was written thousands of years ago before mobile phones, before social media, before you were mates with your mates, and it's saying this stuff about gossip. Like This is like, bang, super relevant to us in 2018, and this was written thousands of years ago. It's it's absolutely incredible here. Others may accuse you of gossip, and you will never regain your good reputation. You know, I was in a meeting with uh, some other youth leaders a little while ago, And uh, I said something that I shouldn't have said about another person's youth ministry. And I shouldn't have said And it was a bad thing for me to say. And I was essentially gossiping, trying to make myself feel better and trying to make myself look better. And uh, one of the youth leaders just said as a joke and comment, they went, oh, flippin' heck. If you say that about them, what do you say about us when we're not here? And I was like, ooh. And I apologised to the group. And I said, I'm really sorry, guys. I shouldn't have said that. Like... Please forgive me for saying it. Like It was so bad. But you see, when we speak and when we share gossip, people view us and go, well, I'm not sharing my secret with them. I'm not going to talk to them because they they share it with everybody. They love to spread those rumors. You see, talking badly about someone else when they're not around says more about you than it does about them. It changes people's opinions of you, you know, we cannot invent small things with our small minds and share them with our big mouths. At the end of the day, when we think about it, if we can have that slide up, hey, Isaac, with all of who gossip hurts, gossip hurts the person it's about, gossip hurts the listener, gossip hurts the speaker. When we gossip, nobody wins. Everybody gets hurt when it comes to gossip. So, how on earth do we control gossip? Well, the first thing that we can do is guard our ears. You see, you can stop gossip with one question. You can prevent yourself from listening to gossip with one question. And it's this. Why are you telling me this? You ask that question and you force the person who's sharing that gossip to go, Why am I telling you this? Why am I sharing it? So if someone comes to me or up to me and goes, you won't believe what Sam Jackson has posted on his Instagram story today. I'd be like, why are you telling me this? Why are you sharing that gossip with me? What what are you trying to achieve now? It feels quite aggressive. It feels quite brave for you to maybe step up and say that. Maybe, Maybe a different way that you could do it is you say, have you spoken to that person about it? So if someone comes up to me and goes, oh, you won't believe what Sam Jackson has posted on his Instagram story. I go, well, have you spoken to Sam about it? No. Maybe, maybe it's something you should see, speak to Sam about before you come and speak to me about it. We've got to guard our ears, protect ourselves from listening to the gossip. Sometimes you might be in the middle of a conversation and think, do you know what, I don't need to hear this. And you can say to them, I'm not sure why you're telling me this, but I don't think I need to hear it. So you can just stop there. You don't need to tell me that. And that takes an awful lot of self-control because it's Moorish. It's like me sitting playing FIFA and going, do you know what? I know that there's a meal coming, so I need to not eat all of the Doritos. I need to scrunch the bag back closed and put it back in the cupboard because I need to control myself. It's hard to do, but the more that we do it, the more that we will control gossip. You see, it says... uh, Jesus said this in Matthew 18. It's not going to come up on the screen, but it says, if another believer sins against you, go privately and point out the the offense. If the other person listens and confesses it, you have won that person back. If you've got beef with somebody, go and settle the beef between you and them privately. Don't share it with everybody else. We're going to be doing a series uh, netting starting in the next threads on June the 3rd. And we're calling it Lose the Streak. And we're going to talk about um, friendship and community and how you do certain things. So one of the sessions is going to be Lose the Streak, Lose the Beef. And we're going to be talking about how you, how you uh, manage conflict and arguments together and how you do that in a healthy way rather than an unhealthy way. So I'm not going to dig deep into that. But when it comes to gossip, we've got to guard our ears and encourage them to go and speak to the person that it's about, not speak to everybody else. You know, if somebody does want to share gossip with you, you've got to think about if they continually come to share that gossip with you, maybe you shouldn't be hanging around them so much. The Bible says in Proverbs, again, Proverbs is brilliant. It says, a gossip goes around telling secrets, so don't hang around with chatterers. We've talked loads about friends, about how friends determine the quality and the direction of your life. The people that you hang around with are the people that you are going to become the most like. If you hang around with people who are gossips and love to spread rumors, then you will become like them. Maybe you need to think about, I need to hang around with those people less. The other thing that you can do when it comes to control and gossip is you can close your mouth. That should come up on the screen. Close your mouth. In Proverbs 21, Proverbs is so good. It says this, watch your tongue and keep your mouth shut and you will stay out of trouble. Watch your tongue and keep your mouth shut and you will stay out out of trouble why don't we all read that together because that is such good wisdom are you ready one two three watch your tongue and keep your mouth shut and you will stay out of trouble that is so true you know if you find yourself wanting to share gossip shut your mouth if you find yourself wanting to share that story that you think oh that'll make me feel better because then I'll look better than them shut your mouth Let's shut our big, fat mouths when it comes to gossip. We don't need to share it with other people. I love the blunt nature of the Bible sometimes. It's just like, look, if you keep your gob shut, you're not going to get into trouble. Oh, man, pretty much every time I've ever been in trouble with anything, it's been because of my big, fat mouth. And if I just kept my mouth shut, I would not be in trouble. You know, if you want to gossip, think about this. See, Jesus said... Uh, do unto others as you have them do unto you. Basically, treat others how you want to be treated. So, when you go to share some gossip, think would I want somebody sharing this about me without my permission and if I wasn't there? Would I want somebody to share that information about me if I wasn't here? The answer is probably no. So, let's shut our mouths. Do you know, um, people are really funny. Yesterday, uh, me, Laura, and Beth went to a concert. Some of you probably saw it on my Instagram story. Um, But uh, we went to a concert yesterday evening. uh, But I went into Birmingham a bit earlier and met the girls a bit uh, later on because I had some other stuff that I needed to do. Um, And I was hanging out in a coffee shop. And it was in Digbeth. And, like, Digbeth is, like, hipster, cool, young adult, trendy. You know, Dan Murphy hangs out there all the time. And um, I'm hanging out in this coffee shop just, just chilling And next minute, these two cool, like, uh, student girls come in, and they're, you know, all hips there. They've got the frames when they don't really need glasses, but they've got them on anyway. Um, And they they come in, and they're clearly coming to work on some study. And they order, you know, their almond milk lattes, uh, vegan friendly lattes that they order. And they they get their drinks, and they sit down at this little table, and um, they begin, they get the laptops out, and then they get their pencil cases out and their drinks, and th- I watched them. I was fascinated by these two girls, not in a pervy way, but just watching them, and um, just watching them like adjust their stuff and, and like move their pencil case, take their pens out, and they go, "No, that's not working." Moving their drink, getting their phone, and then they started to do the classic thing. They got their phone out. Can I borrow your phone, Laura? They got their phone out, and they're doing this, trying to take. Perfect shot to stick it on Instagram. But then that's kind of like standards. Me and you would do that. Like, we would go, oh, yeah, study time, hashtag BFFs, hashtag vegan, hashtag study, hashtag student loan problems. I don't know what. And then, so they start doing that, and they're trying to take this photo, and you can see she's like, no, nah, it's not working. So then what happens, literally, in the middle of the coffee shop, she stands on her chair... Right, and she's like, ah, and she's like, yeah, that's the one. And then they carry on studying. People are proper weird. You know, at the concert yesterday, we... uh we, Laura and Beth, we were at the front row, front centre, brilliant spot for us to stand. But there was this couple behind us, a little bit older, probably in their 40s or 50s, definitely stood out in the demographic of people that were there. Like, it was mostly students and cool people like me, Laura and Beth. Um, but then there was uh, this, this couple behind us, and they stuck out like a sore thumb. And it, but they clearly loved the band that we were there to see. And the woman... Well, the man was really interesting. Everyone else was dancing and like, yeah. And then he was just like. And then his, his wife, I assume it was his wife, literally the entire concert filmed it on her phone. And what was brilliant is she was stood right behind Beth. So she pretty much had her phone resting on Beth's head the entire gig. It was hilarious. Every time I looked around and Beth would start dancing, she'd be like, oh, man. Like, it was hilarious. People are so weird. But ask yourself this. Why when five minutes ago, I was talking about guard your mouth and guard your ears. Some of you were like, not really listening. Some of you are thinking about what you're going to do when you get home. But then I start sharing a story about other people. And everyone's engaged. Everyone's listening. Do you know why? Because we all love a bit of gossip. We all love hearing something about somebody else that makes us feel better. We love hearing that other people are worse than us. And we are better. Gossip is like dainty little morsels for the soul. Gossip is Moorish, and we need to guard our ears. Band, if you could make your way up, or just Dan, or whoever's coming up to, to do that. You know, our problem is that actually when we talk about my big fat mouth, when we talk about criticism, when we talk about lying, when we talk about gossip... It is all about matters of the heart. The Bible says that out of the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks. And if we are struggling with criticism, if we are struggling with lying, if we're struggling with gossip, it's about our heart. Yes, we put practical things in place to control our mouth. But actually, when we criticise, it's because of our insecurities. When we gossip, when we share stuff, it's because we, wanna, we think, actually, if I can make others less, I will be more. All of this stuff that we've talked about for the last three threads is not just about your mouth. It's about a matter of your heart. You see, gossip claims I am strong because they are weak. But the gospel says, I am weak, but he is strong. You know, you might have felt guilty and beaten up during this series. That has not been my intention. And the intention of doing this series and speaking about gossip and lying and criticism is not for you to sit there and feel bad. It is for you to hear a challenge from God. And God to challenge your heart. You know, what if our identity and our security and our heart was placed With God. Not with how we criticise others, how we bring others down, how we make up things or, or how we share stories and gossip about each other. What if our identity and security was in God? You see, this whole series is about actually how God must increase in our lives and we must decrease. It's been about how in our weakness, may God be strong. It's about knowing who we are. And who you are is a son and daughter of the king. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. God took time over creating you. He calls you his son or his daughter. It says in Ephesians that you are God's handiwork, created by him for good works. That is your identity. That is who you are. That should be the overflow of our heart. And when we give God our heart, he begins to work on it and out of God working in our heart he begins to help us with our big fat mouths you know you might feel a little bit beaten up I have felt so challenged in this series just over the last week as I've been preparing this one there's been so many times where I've, I've said something and God's gone, aren't you speaking on that it's happened time and time again in this series I've felt really challenged by God in this series but you know I want to get better at this. And what I keep coming back to is I'm not where I need to be, but thank God I'm not where I used to be. And some of you might be sat there thinking, every time I've talked about being critical, about lying to yourself and lying to others, about gossiping, you sat there and you thought, that's me, I'm awful, I'm horrible, I'm horrible. You might feel challenged. I hope you do feel challenged. But put it let's be straight God's bringing you on a journey and you might not be where you need to be but thank God you're not where you used to be we are all moving forward you see I don't we shouldn't need to make somebody feel weak so that we feel better about ourselves it's in our weakness that Jesus is strong in us let's be people who speak life Let's be people who use our big fat mouths to bring life. Let's stop talking about others behind their backs. Wouldn't it be amazing if a revolution and rumors of encouragement went round rather than discouragement? What if we overheard each other encouraging people? What if you were to walk past the the PlayStation out there and there was two people playing FIFA and they were talking about how good Jasmine is as a singer and going, oh, I was really encouraged by Jasmine singing this morning. She was great. Imagine how good that would be. Imagine how good it would be if you caught people being positive about you behind your back. Wouldn't that be amazing? Well, it starts with each and every one of us doing it. Let's be people who speak life. Let's be people who speak encouragement. You know, if you're new here this morning, you are so welcome. And I hope that this morning has been helpful to you. But those of you that come to Life Central Youth, that come to Cruise, that come to Threads, that come to Excel, that come to all that we do or anything that we do, let's be people who control our big fat mouths. Let's think about what we say about how we say it, about who we say it about but all of this is about the heart and actually like I said before out of the heart the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks and if we want to get better at this stuff if we want to be better at controlling our big fat mouths it's about giving it over to God and saying God I I want to give you my heart God I, I want to give you control I want you to, to challenge me on the stuff that I need challenging on I want you to to change my heart so that, that I love people more that I see the good in people rather than just the bad and the things that frustrate me God would you change my heart and that takes time and you might not be like that tomorrow but you'll be further on in your journey than you are today but it's about giving God our heart. Guys, could we stand together? And let me pray. Why don't you all just close your eyes? We're going to song that's fairly old it was written before most of all of you were born um, but the words say Lord I give you my heart I give you my soul I live for you alone every breath that I take God I live for you it's about saying God I give you my heart but the overflow of my heart come through my big fat mouth and be about living for you. We're going to sing this. We've still got plenty of time left. We're going to sing this together and maybe we'll do some other stuff where we pray for some people. But let's sing this song as a prayer and as a response that, God, I want to give you my heart. Would you you work on my heart to help me be better with my big fat mouth? So let's sing that.